0: This is Confessions of a Pastor. A relentlessly real peek behind the scenes of Journey Church in Bend, Oregon. From church and a strip club to a strip mall, going where Jesus would go to reach people Jesus would reach. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All for the glory of God. A journey of misery and miracles. Your hosts are the founders, Pastor Keith and Kara. There really is hope for everyone. Hey friends, it's your hosts, Keith and Kara, and we're so glad that we have another episode of Confessions of a Pastor. What are we on now, Kara?
1: I think number six.
0: Number six. This is lucky number six. Yes. We don't believe in luck, and I don't think number six is lucky, but it is episode six, so well done, friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what this weekend is?
0: What is this weekend? I do know what this weekend is.
1: Our first daughter is graduating from high school. It's
0: graduation weekend. Yes, Come it on, is. someone, yes. can y'all give us a hand? Give yeah. us a get give we us made a hand. It. We did it. Our first is graduating, getting out of Aww. the house. I'll tell you, it was the longest and yet fastest season of our life.
1: And most beautiful. And difficult. Yeah. All in one.
0: <laughs> All in one. Yeah. She is our strong-willed, creative leader. She's going to change the world.
1: Yes, she will. She is going to change the world. And she's going to England.
0: Yes, she is. In September, she's going to go to England to uh, Cape and Ray. Yeah. And she's going to go to Bible school for a year. So,
1: And that's all her, all her, 100% her. She wanted it.
0: Yes. So it's been an exhausting week around here.
1: Yeah, we're getting ready for a party for her.
0: Yes, there's something about those, those families that have graduation weekends. You, all of a sudden try to fix all of those projects <laughs> that you haven't done in years.
1: This is so true. Well, we just moved into this house in October, so yes. not even a year ago.
0: Still, there's so much to be done. Yeah. Uh, we'll never get it all done. And uh, it's, you know, uh, at the end of the day, who are we trying to please? Right. I mean, we just want a good environment. And uh, our house is filled with good food right now mm. um, but that we can't touch.
1: Well, I want it to be a weekend the honors McKenna.
0: So. Yes. So we are uh, thrilled and excited. She's going to yeah. graduate Saturday. We'll do a get-together on Sunday. Yeah. And it's just been crazy. I, mm-hmm. You know, I found myself, care today, my back was so sore from bending over and pulling weeds, mm. and my legs were sore. Um, <laughs> I realized, like... I'm getting either old or out of shape. No, we're getting old. We're like in
1: our 40s. We're old.
0: All of the, the above. And no, I'm sure some of our listeners will be like, 40s? That's young. Uh, no, it's. If you put it in perspective, relative.
1: it's all perspective. Right? It
0: is uh, compared to an 18 year old graduating. Yeah. So, uh, but it, but it's, it's all done. We've done about as much as we can do. So let, let's uh, look back on the week. Yeah, this past Sunday Mm. was an incredible Sunday Mm -hmm. at Journey Church. We launched a new series that we'll be going through the summer. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through the Book of Second Timothy, which had an incredible impact on me uh, last year over the sabbatical. I remember reading Second Timothy three, which I've read before, but sometimes scriptures will just pop out of you. That's when Paul's telling Timothy in these last days, and he goes into details. Yeah, people be lovers of self. They 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 will. be dishonorable to their parents. And he just goes on to this whole list. But what really struck me there, and it was an encouragement to me, is Paul says, the godly will be persecuted. Hmm. And if we take God at his word, we ought not be surprised in the days we're living in Mm -hmm. when people who don't have the Holy Spirit, they don't believe in Jesus, don't agree with what we believe in, yet sometimes Christians are just shocked that the whole world doesn't think like them. You know, and so we're gonna we're gonna take some stop time. Uh, I, I opened up the series and went through verse seven, which verse seven is one of my favorite verses. But,
1: you know that verse, I I just keep mulling over because mm-hmm. it's one verse that you have prayed and prophesied over our youngest daughter for many, many, mm-hmm. many, many Amen. years.
0: No, I've probably prayed that over her hundreds of times. Hundreds, no exaggeration. Yeah, that's true. Uh, At night when we pray, I just, I I want her, even if she doesn't know the reference, 2 Timothy 1-7, I want her to know the word of God Mm. and the promise of God that there's nothing ever, ever to fear.
1: Yeah, what what does that verse say?
0: For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and Mm self-control. I I don't know if I quoted that exactly right to the ESV. Uh, For God did not give us a spirit of fear. Is that right?
1: I think so. It, you know, it, it's the gist of it, and, and that's something that you've been um, speaking over and yes. praying over, our daughter, our our youngest, who's yes. now 14, for many, many, many years because mm. she is a little bit timid and fearful. Um, and it's it's something that has actually spoken to me over the years because in, in the consistency of yes. praying over her, yes. it's, it's really beautiful.
0: I appreciate that, and I actually... I don't even know if I, I thought about that as much. I maybe should have used that as an illustration. <laughs> that, uh, I've used that as a prayer over our daughter. Mm-hmm. I prayed over people often, mm-hmm. especially when they tell me they have fear. Yeah, I, I just looked it up and I, I just said it a little backwards. For God gave us a spirit, not a fear. I said, God did not give us a spirit of fear. Okay. For God gave us a spirit, not a fear. So what spirit did he give? A spirit of power, a yep. spirit of love, and which is agape or a and sound a spirit mind. of self-control. Yeah. And sound mind is what we find in the King James Version. And I love that, yeah. that we, we have to constantly check our hearts and our minds and say, mm-hmm. where is the spirit coming from? If there is fear in my heart, yes. in my head, in my, in my life, that is not of God. And that's what I've wanted our youngest daughter to know, Yeah, is that when she goes to sleep, she can know that God is for her and that she has everything she needs in the Mm -hmm. Lord. And it was a fun introduction. I heard some positive feedback. It's it's, it's always fun to go through a book of the Bible. Um, People get to grow in the knowledge of the Word. So we'll do that through the summer. Uh super excited about that.
1: Yeah, I love going through a book because it it gives context and depth and mm-hmm. breadth and you know to the word of God that um sometimes you can miss if when you're not go- going through an actual book of the Bible. So Amen. I'm looking forward
0: to it. Yeah, I was going to do just a, kind of a mini series through this book, 4 weeks because it's 4 chapters and I said I told you yeah. a while ago. I said, Kara, I think I'm going to do a 4-week series through the book of Timothy, but it's so good. I just I don't know how I'm going to get through it in four weeks. And he said, well, why don't you just take your time through it? Yeah. And I took you at your advice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just think there's wisdom and there's um, depth and yeah. um, transformation when Amen. we study the Bible in its context and, yes. and um, in, in depth. So I'm excited about it.
0: Well, usually you are right. So you, I don't know about that. <laughs> you are. And so, you know, I've learned to, to heed those, that, that kind of counsel soon or quicker rather than later. Mm. And so I appreciate that counsel that we take our time through Second Timothy and get to know God's Word uh, for such time as this. This is Paul's last, last yeah. letter. And as we've talked about even on this podcast recently about the circle of life of people will die. Paul knew he was going to die. He left this last letter. And I believe it's speaking loudly and clearly today yeah. if people would take it serious mm-hmm. and say, I want to take this and understand. What, is, what does God want to speak to me through this? Yeah. It's exciting. And then Sunday night, we had pursuit night. It was a really powerful night, just a night of intimacy. I continue to be blown away through the power of prayer. Uh, we have the most wonderful army of prayer warriors that people come up to and receive prayer at Pursuit Nights. And we just had that throughout the night. And it was just this, just, I don't, the, the word that comes to my mind is intimate. It was an intimate night of just seeking the Lord. And then at the end of the night, Kara, I did something that I don't normally do, uh, because we don't take a formal offering at Journey. We've never done that. We don't pass a bucket, Nope. a bag, a plate.
1: No, and I think that came out of some very like real life mm-hmm. living, you know. Yes. Um but but then I do think that there's a place that we have wrestled with over the years of there there is something about being obedient. Giving an offering and giving yes. and and allowing God to control your money Come on. and he will do more with it than yes. we can.
0: Yes. So I've I've been wrestling with that a lot the last couple of years of you know, one of the reasons I shied away from taking an offering is when I started going to church, my grandfather said, yeah. uh, Be careful. Oh, the church just wants your money. And he did it in a very um, joking way. Um, but it stuck with me that the world often thinks negative things about the church. So I didn't want that to be an obstacle to the gospel. So we didn't do it. But then over the years, I've almost. Done a disservice to teaching people about the importance of trusting God with our finances.
1: Yeah, I I, I firmly believe that it's a part of actually learning to be a disciple of Jesus. It is, is a, that we, yes. we trust Him with our finances. Absolutely. And unless and, and until we're doing that, we are not fully living in the life that He has Come for on. us because it's 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 all about relinquishing to Him yes. and allowing Him to um, control our life.
0: Right. If you're going to follow Jesus, you have. To trust the Lord with all of your finances. And in giving to God, there's the principle of sowing that what you sow is what you're going to reap. And if you can trust God, uh, then you will trust Him with your finances. And when you do, God then can trust you with more. And we've seen that. And so uh, the story is, uh, at Pursuit Night on Sunday night, I I brought a young man up who's going away um, to um, a a Christian uh, training school, uh, a YWAM. It's called a DTS, Discipleship Training School. Um, They're, I think, about five months long. And this young man shared with me that he was not doing great in his fundraising. Um, he didn't put it that way. In fact, he was incredibly optimistic, but he's supposed to leave in a, in a few weeks. And so I brought him forward and said, hey, if anybody wants to give some cash tonight, you know, let's let's support this kid. And right away, this is the weird part. I mean, it just it was incredible. I've never seen anything like this. A few people came up and brought money to his feet. Mm-hmm. And we've had a few things like this before where, you know, a dozen or so people, but there started to be a line.
1: Oh, yeah. It was... It was so... A
0: wave of people. Incredible. I mean, this turned from just a few dollars to a pile of money. Yeah. Pile it of was, cash. It was nuts. And I look down and I'm seeing this pile and people just keep coming. Yeah. And I actually said this out loud in the microphone, which I still am in awe. Like, who carries cash today?
1: Yeah, I know. I, I was sitting there feeling bad. Like, I don't have any cash or I would, I would bring some money up, but I yeah. didn't have any cash on me.
0: I mean, I'm going to just be vulnerable and honest. Like, I did not expect that. Like, I thought we're going to help this kid out, maybe give him a few hundred a dollars, hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really didn't think Aww. that as church-wide. And you know, this is how good God is. I mean, I even heard stories later. Oh, so- someone, oh, where did they get their cash? They told me that <laughs> they they just got cash from something. I I wanted to say it was like a deposit back from their apartment or something, but. Mm. Um, I don't know why that would be cash, but anyways, they they normally never have cash, but they had it in their pocket that day from something they got, and they were able to give because of that reason. But needless to say, it was exciting. My heart was so full watching the church be so generous, spontaneously, unplanned. I didn't say, I didn't ask people in advance to bring money. It was a last minute deal. Last second, hey, young man, come up here. He's going. Why don't we try to bless him? Come alongside him. And then... I kept thinking in my mind, like, this is a lot of money. I bet you this is close to a thousand (laughs) dollars.
1: That's what I was thinking. Maybe
0: a thousand. I I, I thought maybe it's under like, but if it, if it hit a thousand, that would be a miracle. And then at staff meeting, one of our pastors said, well, I found out how much was there. Do you want to hear how much? I said, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm thinking it's a lot. And in my mind, a lot is a thousand. He said, well, he counted it and it was two thousand nine hundred and seventy. So nearly three thousand dollars in cash right there. And then our newest staff member, our business administrator, Heather, she pipes up and says, I actually, as I was opening the offering, there was an envelope in there and says, for the young man going to Montana. Mm. And there was $500 cash in there. Mm. So in total, $3,400. That's amazing. $3,400. I, $3, I, I love it. spontaneous offering was given. Yeah. I mean, God is so so good, so good and faithful to see that. This is what we would call grill love. It's one of our core values. And to mm. see it lived out, was just an encouragement. Yeah. In the midst of a broken world, this is what should be on the news a little more often. It's just good stories, and you know, guerrilla. For those who are unfamiliar with that core value at Journey Church, what we did is we stole a principle of warfare and applied it to the church.
1: Yeah, but so, what's, what? But 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 what I think is really amazing about it is these people. They wouldn't want anyone to know. Like they, well, these are the most the most humble. Yes. Generous. Jesus followers that contributed to this they they, yes. they 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 did it for the right reasons
0: and that's really what guerrilla love is yeah. like guerrilla warfare which the whole principle of guerrilla warfare is you don't have the same Resources and shock and awe that a large army has or a wealthy army has. And so you use the resources you have. You shock your enemy. You get in and you get out. They, they don't even see it coming. And guerrilla love is just that, like you just mentioned, Kara. It's, you may not have everything in the world and nor are you asking to to be noticed, but you love people when they least expect it yeah. with the resources you have. Yeah,
1: that's something that God has actually been working on my heart on mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I, can't, I can't change the world myself, mm. you know? But I can, do, I can certainly do something for one person. Come on. So I, I just love the picture of what that was, yes. was, was, you know, um, being obedient and so good and helping one person.
0: And, you know, I thought about that later as I processed it with you as well. Like, normally I talk myself out of doing things like that because I think to my mind, well, if I do it for this person, I'm going to have to do it for all. And I have actually told people that Mm -hmm. when they ask me, hey, can I do this fundraiser? Can Mm -hmm. we get it in front of the church? Can we have a table outside? So when people, you know, know, I usually say something along those lines. You know, if we do it for you, we have to do it for everyone. And there's some major truth to that. But sometimes the Holy Spirit pushes you and you can do it for one. You You can't do it for all. But sometimes you can do it for one, mm-hmm. and we have to be open. When is the Holy Spirit telling us to do it for one? Yeah, maybe it's good. your waitress, or yeah, maybe it's a coworker, worker or maybe it's a neighbor. or
1: That's actually one of the things that we really had on the forefront of our mind when we started the church, yes. was just really, really being um, obedient to that in our community mm. of who we interacted with. It didn't matter where, the Amen. restaurant, the gas station, whatever, it doesn't that's matter. Right is just, it's like today, right? The FedEx guy pulls up and you're having a conversation with him. He's dropping off.
0: You're like, who is that? And I'm like, the FedEx guy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, what are you talking about?
0: Uh, The story went like this. So let's see, a few months ago, we're in June now. So back in February is the last time I saw this guy. He dropped off dozens of boxes of journey gear. Mm -hmm. It was t-shirts and sweatshirts for our 13th birthday, birthday, our anniversary anniversary. And we usually like to go big, and we have church swag, and and it, you know it's kind of fun. But we had it delivered to our house so that we we get it, and it doesn't get delivered to the church and get missed. That often happens with FedEx and UPS. So he brought it, and his first question to me as he's unloading this is, "Oh, do you own a business?" And because I think on the boxes it might have said like something clothing or something. Mm. I forget. But I said, "No, I don't own a business, but I I'm a pastor of a church." And that always changes the dynamic of a conversation. Right? If, Every
1: time. Yes.
0: If, if people are church-going folk, they can be kind of interested. But if they're not church-going, man, what a way to stop a conversation. I'm a pastor. Usually it just shuts people up. They don't want to talk anymore. So anyways, he, he left. And then today he's telling me this story. He says, well, since the last time I saw you and brought those boxes... He says, just the other Sunday, I was in my house. I was watching sports. And this is what he tells me, (laughs) Karen. He says, I've been getting really into gambling. So I downloaded apps on my phone. Mm. And I'm looking at my phone at the gambling app. And I hear this voice that's familiar. (laughs) And I look up at the TV. And then he looks at me. And he says, and lo and behold, it's you
1: that's awesome
0: you know so here we are journey Church right? is in his living room Love on the it. television and he's like I couldn't believe it because I said I said to myself I know that guy I remember he told me and he's like I could not remember for the life of me what church you were a part of and then on tv it told me journey church and I was just like yep sure is and by the time he left I had said something along the lines of well I, I take that as a sign God wants you in church
1: Right. You know? Yeah, I heard you say that. I loved it, but I didn't know who you were talking to at the time. So that was beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's it's one of those things that you you may not be able to save seven billion people on yeah, the planet, yeah, exactly. but we can at least interact with one person, mm-hmm. make an impact on their lives, yeah. be nice to them, yeah. be kind to them, and yeah. you never know what's going to come out. No, of No, I
1: agree. I I just I like firmly believe that we as Christians should be the most yeah. generous and kind people out yeah. there.
0: I went to a a breakout session at a a conference we went to recently. And the whole premise of the breakout session was, and it was only a few of us from our team went to this one, but the whole premise was be nice. Mm. And the, the, the teacher of this breakout session, his name is Tim Ross, he actually runs a podcast. So mm. if you're listening to this, shout out to the Tim Ross podcast, which is huge, by the way. He's got over half a million followers just on his podcast and on Instagram. And uh, he shared in this breakout session about being overly kind for the sake of being like Jesus. It actually came out of a scripture in Acts chapter 10 that was very impactful for us recently. Oh, that chapter. Where the gospel is brought to the Gentiles for the first time. And when Paul is...
1: for all people.
0: ...telling them about Jesus, he just makes this statement um, about Jesus. Where does he say it? Um, Oh, it's in Acts chapter 10. Oh, here it is, verse 38. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good. Mm-hmm. And there's just that mm-hmm. phrase that, that, that just struck Tim Ross. He went about doing good. Yeah. Shouldn't we do good as well? Absolutely. He went about just implying wherever he went, yeah. <laughs> he, was doing he was doing good. Doing good. I keep and,
1: wrestling with the, the concept of um, we are to be salt. hmm you know, salt flavor, yes. it preserves. Yes. Like we, we are to flavor and preserve and do good yes, that's around right. us.
0: That's right. And so one of the things Tim Ross does is when he goes to a restaurant, he'll he'll try to frequ- frequent the same restaurant regularly. Mm-hmm. And then he gives these large right. tips. And he explained that they're typically between 500 and and $1,000. And then he even tries to get the same waiter or waitress to continue that same generosity. And usually, they're so overwhelmed, they will ask him, why are you doing this? Right? And they'll, they'll be in tears, and yeah. they'll typically be. And
1: imagine what that's doing in their personal life. Yeah, I mean, really, imagine.
0: He'll typically say things like, I just want you to know you're loved. Yeah, You're loved by God, yeah. and I see you. And, and that really wrecks them. Yeah, he's, I'm sure. And he's got two boys who are a teenage age, or a pre-adolescent, and then a teenager. And he will ask them. You know, do you think we should do it? And then they'll tell him, "Well, yeah." And then if they say yes, he does and it. He does it. And then mm. he asks them, "How much do you think we should give?" He says, "One of his kids is like the conservative one, and one's the wild one." <laughs> so the conservative, <laughs> the nerd, one, and the free spirit. Yeah, the, the, you know, the the nerd will be like fifty dollars, and the free spirit will be like five hundred. Right. <laughs> and he says every single time, whatever kid says whatever number, he always goes with a larger number. He says mm. every time goes with a larger number, but he says if they come back to the table. You need to be the one that explains it. You know, and the free spirit, he said, always tells the waiter or waitress, well, the reason I did this is I want to see you cry. <laughs> just no. perspective of a kid. I just want to see you the cry. The kid says that? The kid said it. You know? And then the other one says, uh, because we just want to be kind. We just want to be nice. And he's teaching his kids to do that, to, to do good, like Jesus did. And ever since that, when we go out to a restaurant, I've tried to lean into the Holy Spirit and say, yeah. do you want me How to be much? generous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been doing it more. And once we went to uh, a brewery recently, and uh, our waiter had praying hands uh, tattooed yeah. on his neck. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I do, yeah. And Monkless Brewing. Yeah, uh, Monkless Brewing. Uh, that place is great. Good food, right on the river. And I saw the praying hands, and I yeah. asked him, are you a praying man? And he laughed at me and said, <laughs> no, nope. Uh, and I said, oh, I just saw the praying hands. And said, oh, man, I got this a long time ago. I probably shouldn't have got it. It's actually the uh, it's the hands of Frankenstein, because they were green hands. And he says, the hands of Frankenstein. And I, it's, I don't know. I just saw it somewhere, and I thought it was cool. But man, I don't know if I should have done it. And then he came back later and said, I thought about this. Maybe I should be right now, because I'm going through a lot of. And if we had a bleep right here, I would quote <laughs> exactly what he said. A lot of bleep right now, and I don't know what else to do. And I was just like, oh, this guy's going through something. So I just spoke into his life a little. Yeah. Said, hey, maybe you should be praying. I didn't even invite him to church. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to pour into him and let him know there's a God that loves him that he could pray to, and then after that conversation, I wanted to make sure to leave a good tip. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to just give good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go around doing body, good. Is, right? <laughs> doing good.
1: Yeah. So this reminds me of when we first started the church, mm-hmm. which really we were very we we trained our team yes. and we were very 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 intentional about reaching out to people like that in the community. That's right. And it almost like it it almost has the um it's like bringing us back to our roots. Come you know on. Where You can, in church, it is so easy get to get caught up in so many things. Man, but um, the there's just so much beauty in bringing it back to what matters. Yes, people matter.
0: Think about other people.
1: Yeah, people matter. Their lives are you know they're broken and they need hope and they need uh, they need to know that there's you know Jesus loves them and there's a God that loves them. Come on and is for them. and so I just love the picture of what we're talking about because it really does bring us back to our, the beginning, the the very right. the origins of journey, which was very much it was raw, yes, it was real. But we tried
0: to be guerrilla lovers from the beginning. From
1: the beginning, I yeah, mean, we gave
0: away. massive amount of oranges the week before we started. And we said, live orange, come find out what that means. Yeah. And what's crazy. Uh,
1: Okay. Let's tell this story. We're not going to, we don't need to say our name, but you know, we have someone on staff now who, who took an orange, right?
0: I think we said the story. story. Did we share share the story on the podcast? Not on this. We didn't share it? No. Oh, okay. Keep going then. So someone on our staff,
1: yeah, so I don't... More I, than
0: 13 years ago before we launched Journey Church. So we
1: were about to launch Journey Church. Yep. We were... It was the Winterfest in Bend in downtown Bend. Yep, the it weekend
0: it, before our launch Sunday.
1: Yeah, and so we had this really cool ice sculpture made from yep. someone that was in our community, in yep. our in our church. An
0: artist in our church.
1: Yeah, an artist. He, he designed this... Re- and like made this really cool ice sculpture that was a, the the, journey the logo flame. the yep. journey flame that we have and um and then we also we came from uh, originally you know this was i don't know 18 plus years ago you know we moved up here from southern california for, right. from uh, you know Ventura County, where there was a lot of agriculture and there was a lot of yes. uh, citrus grown, and so we had a connection with someone who who had orange groves, and he he drove worked for Sunkist. Tra- yeah, he drove a trailer. He literally drove a trailer up to us. Of I don't even how many oranges did he drive up?
0: I think there was a ton or two tons of oranges. It was
1: crazy, and, and then, then he we stamped up, every one of yes, them. Yes, he
0: brought up the blue stamp that Sunkist uses on their oranges. And we had a journey flame, yeah, with the word journey on it.
1: Yeah, we stamped and every we one of them. We stamped
0: every one of those yeah. oranges with a journey flame on it.
1: Yeah, and, and then, then we brought them to Winterfest, yep. and we gave them out to people at Winterfest. So
0: with an invitation to church, and said, "Live orange." Yeah,
1: live orange, which which represents love, yes, um, to us. But but in in the midst of all that, so so a, a husband and a wife come up and take an orange, and what do they do? They cut it up and put it in their drink.
0: Uh, it, they had. Um, tequila that they were walking around with a whole bottle of tequila yeah so having fun you know that's how they were having fun was with tequila and uh the husband took the orange cut it up and they squirted it into their tequila now she doesn't even remember this story he reminded her of the story so either she got so wasted she didn't remember or so many years went by that she doesn't remember yeah but it's a perfect picture of the transformation of Jesus Christ right? because they did not come to church that next weekend. Uh, they, nor did they even care about church at that time. But now yeah. she's on staff at a she church is, and she's and is amazing. changing the world.
1: Yeah, she uh, is.
0: Absolutely. And her totally. and her husband are incredible. Um, their daughter's incredible. And just to see the transforming work of God. But it's just those little grill love moments where you love people when they least yeah. expect it. Yeah. I mean, we've done it throughout the history of Journey. I mean, we've tried to teach our church we've we've done it where we've given everyone uh, a $10 Dutch Brothers gift card. Yeah. Uh, you know, you give away 500 gift cards and say here's the purpose of this. Go give it to someone. Doesn't mm. matter who it is. Yeah. We've even given away cash.
1: Yeah, remember uh, the pizza guy?
0: Well, yeah, I, I actually meant we gave cash to people and said, oh, "Go yeah, give cash yeah, yeah. to someone," and yeah. then tell us the story who you gave it to. Yeah. That's when we were smaller. But no, the pizza guy—that's one of our most viewed videos on YouTube. Oh, really? Uh, yes, and that was years ago. I mean, we were tiny. I mean, we were probably three hundred people, four hundred people. Yeah,
1: we were upstairs though at the at the yes. bar. So yeah, I so remember we had that. just
0: started there. Yeah. So this is about seven years ago, mm-hmm. eight years ago, probably eight. Yeah, and we prep people.
1: This is an offering yeah. that we are not going to tell you what it's for. We yes. just need you to be we faithful. Said, bring cash.
0: Yeah, bring cash to church. Yeah, and we're going to have you come forward and, and give an offering. We had a little box on the stage, and then at our night service, I called and ordered one pizza. It was just a cheese pizza, mm-hmm. and actually the first place I called was downtown. It was yeah. Pizza Mondo's.
1: Mm-hmm. They they were and too busy. They were
0: busy. They were like, yeah, well, we could be there like in an hour, and I was like, an hour. You know, and church in church is going to be middle over. We're of the church
1: service. Yeah, I,
0: I did it from the stage at the, at the beginning of the church service. And then I called, um, what, what did I call, Domino's or Pizza I think Hub? it might
1: have been Domino's. Okay. I'm not positive, though.
0: I don't remember either. I want to say Pizza Hub, but that doesn't... It might have been. Anyways, one of those bigger chain ones. I yeah. called and they brought the pizza. And then when the guy brought the pizza, we, we took that cash offering that people gave that day and gave it to the pizza guy as a tip. And I don't remember exactly how much it, it was. It was a
1: couple thousand dollars, I think. Maybe maybe just under 2000 Or
0: Yeah, when you're a small church, it seemed like a lot yeah. at that time. Well,
1: it was also, you know, maybe 2012, mm. 2011,
0: 2013. Well, no, it, if so, this if this was eight or nine years ago, uh, this would have been, yeah, 2014, 2015. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. But he was pretty surprised. And what ironically, it was actually his last day delivering pizzas, too. It was.
0: And he attended Journey Church.
1: I still see him every now and then. Yep.
0: He still comes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a powerful, powerful story. I mean, and that, that made a big impact on our church. They loved it. And then it set the precedence for. You know, the next times that we decide to do Grill Love projects, and we've done a number since then. I'm trying to find.
1: Yeah, you know, um, and what I love about those is it—it's just an, an opportunity for um, all of us to rally and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for one person that that maybe just needs it. Yes, and I just love it. I think it's a beautiful picture.
0: Absolutely. Oh, here it is. So it's eight years ago exactly. Eight years ago let, let's let see how much money it was so I mean I drew this on it's like so 2015 uh, it's like five minutes long I probably didn't need it to be that long here we go 2171 dollars. Okay, yeah so between I don't know if we were at two services then or three services I don't remember we only raised $2,000 oh. and then at one service unprepared we gave $3,400. Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
0: It is amazing. God is so good. And faithful. Just, it's, it's pretty uh, special what God will do when you're open to loving on other people. It changes not only their life, but it changes your life as well. And I'm, I'm pretty excited just to think about the potential. What, what could that look like for our listeners to love on somebody? Go, go leave a generous, generous tip if you're able to or or bless somebody or just
1: love somebody come on somebody somebody that needs to be loved the fedex guy yeah exactly have a conversation just just be intentional like i I even remember we were you know we encouraged people when we very first started journey was just to like bring this is ridiculous but like cookies Mm. to your trash guy like literally just just love on people campaign that are that are not your normal people that you (laughs) think about yeah like Come on. Let's just love
0: on people. And that's actually... We, so that was our first year of Journey Church. Yeah. We encouraged people to make fresh-baked, homemade uh, chocolate chip cookies. No, yeah. Nobody... Everybody likes chocolate chip homemade cookies. Nobody doesn't like them, right? So then we encouraged them to take those cookies... And write a note on it and give it to your trash guy this is inspiring me we got to do this again
1: (laughs) Something because i don't know because if the bigger you get the more lost you get you you don't you look at the masses you don't look at the one like the one needs love
0: and the the deal is if, if there's somebody overlooked in this world the trash guy you know who loves the trash guys toddlers (laughs) <laughs> like yeah maybe they
1: love watching the trash they love truck. it three That's and four true. year old
0: boys right they love going to the window with their sticky gooey hands yep. and their snotty nose up yep. to the glass getting excited you know you ask a little four-year-old boy what are you going to be someday I'm going to be a trash truck guy you know right. but but we did that and I remember there were such cool stories where the, people were blown away I mean some people that ended up not even making home-baked cookies they end up buying like a dozen donuts yeah. and running out there with the sweetest notes like it's still you are awesome loved. i love it you're, we're praying for you yeah. thank you for what you do and just yeah. talk about someone who's just could easily be overlooked and just to say you're a person you matter mm. yeah. and just to make a dent in this world and uh, i i love that i think it we really need to a bring difference. a resurgence back of, yeah
1: i mean i i even think about like in in my own personal life when i look back through my you know, growing up years. And it really, like, one person can make a huge difference in a life. Amen. Just one.
0: Uh, We talked about that when we're both young adults, like college age. These people that pour into you and feed you and open up their homes. And as a young person, sometimes you... You don't even think about it. at least <laughs> neither of us did and then all of a sudden you start being the person that right. does that. You're like oh think, man this is expensive. They
1: put up with me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I, I, I was had a so family like unthankful.
0: That. Yep. I mean it's not that I was rude but I didn't understand the sacrifice no. that these people did not need to do this no. but they did. Yeah. For whatever reason they did.
1: Well they were but for the family that I'm thinking of they housed me for a couple of years when I was in college mm-hmm. and they they literally housed me I didn't have to pay them like they gave me food Wow. i i watched their son every now and then you know mm. I, I helped him pick him up from school and things but like they just were were overly generous to me wow. and i look back and just think like what a beautiful picture mm. of of a christian or you know of yes. um a, a, of a jesus follower that, that they would just be that, that we would just be generous to for generous sake, you know, to love somebody that maybe doesn't, can't give it back in return. That's
0: right. That's awesome because I just have a strong conviction right now that the church needs to be known for what we are for.
1: Absolutely. I
0: think it is absolutely clear to the world what we're against. Mm. And it's understandable as the world continues to get darker and darker and more evil and more evil. Yeah. Christians aren't knowing how to react to this, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Yeah. We've been there. It's it's difficult when it's impacting your kids, your marriage, your private life. It is really difficult. But often what Christians do is they react like the world in a defensive manner. Yeah. They react in the flesh. They react to other people instead of a spiritual battle against the enemy with the authority of of God that that the Lord has given us. As we started off this podcast, 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of agape love, which is we're going to love people, Mm -hmm. and with self-control. We are not going to act like the world. And I would just say, what a revolution and revival this would be in this world when we just love people to love people, and we know the motivation, and we let the Holy Spirit do the work. And I'll tell you, it does happen naturally yeah. when you're kind to people, when you're gentle to people, when you're, I mean, we were on a hike a week ago mm. and the guy was taking a picture of his wife yeah. and I just said, Hey, can I take a picture of you too? And he said, well, sure. That's absolutely. Thank you. And as I did it, I took the picture of them. I handed the phone back and, and his words were, it just struck me it's, he just said, there's something different about yeah, you. He said that. That, that. Yeah. And it's like, all I did was offer yeah. kindly, gently kind to take a picture of the two of you? If we would just be kind people. Hey, I hope someone hears this out there. If we would just unite in kindness and gentleness and love. And like,
1: generosity. I firmly yeah, believe there needs to be generosity on. involved in it. So it's, yes. it's kindness with generosity. Amen. It's, it's, it's going above and beyond to... Yes. Um, you know, to, to, bless people or to just be generous. That's like, right. I really believe Christians need to be generous.
0: That's right. And I, and the church needs to be generous. We teach that in our growth track, which is our membership mm. at journey church, that to be a generous church takes generous people. Yeah. And we want to be a generous church. Yeah. We want to see people do that. And, and that's what happened on Sunday night at pursuit night. We saw a generous church. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. powerful. I, I, mean, I mean,
1: I can personally testify in our own life when we have, mm. uh, Allowed God to take control of our finances mm-hmm. that um, we have never been without. That's like, right. He just
0: <laughs> over and over. You
1: can't outgive God. No, you can't. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. You cannot Come outgive on. God.
0: No, that's so important. Even as this fall we're going into a more initiative, believing God wants to do more to reach more people. That yeah. we 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 don't want to stay, uh, you know, right where we are. We don't want to stay in a comfortable place. We don't, we don't want to just become. Um, I don't, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. But complacent. Complacent. That's
1: apathetic. Yes, complacent. we don't want to stay
0: complacent. So yeah. we're going to be challenging the church to give financially in generosity. And I believe what you're saying, Kara. And with that, as we get stretched, in our finances to trust God, God blesses so many areas. He, he not only blesses your finances, but He blesses your relationships. He blesses yeah. your heart, your emotions. I mean, God I is agree. a God of favor. That's what the word grace is. It's God's favor. He gives grace upon grace. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to happen. And the cool thing is that, happen.
1: like, in our own personal life, that's not why necessarily we've done it, is no. to get something. But no. I'm telling you,
0: <laughs> in fact, in you the moment, give and
1: you cannot outgive Him.
0: Sometimes in the moment, It's a stretch. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. In the moment, it's just, I'm going to be obedient to this. But we have seen it. I mean, this is just the way we've witnessed it in our lives, where we give generously. And sometimes within a week. It's usually not longer than yeah, a week. Yeah. Something amazing happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a deal in real estate yeah, that you didn't have. Absolutely. Um, something comes in the mail. Yeah. Some, something. some favor God of God. So let me just tell you, friends, it, this is the principle of sowing. Uh, Paul talks about this in Second Corinthians. It's woven throughout all of the Bible that what you sow is what you're going to reap. Mm-hmm. But if you're not sowing... You're not yeah. going to reap.
1: Yeah, so let's sow into people. Yes, I mean, let's
0: be generous. Yeah, man, Jesus followers, let's let's do Acts ten thirty seven. Mm. Let's learn from Jesus, who went about doing good. And he did it, by the way, through the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So I'm praying maybe the Holy Spirit is working through this podcast to someone today, uh, spurring them to say, I'm made for more. I'm made for more than just living life for me. Uh, It's it's not about me being blessed. Maybe I can be a blessing. And if the Holy Spirit is prompting you, uh, let us know. Uh, Let us know. Write us a text. Send us an email. Uh, Do something to let us know that... You were generous that the prompting of the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus, mm-hmm. who was anointed by the Holy Spirit, went about doing good, mm-hmm. and you know what he did on top of that if you keep reading is he went out about doing good and healing people oh, so yeah. he brought healing yeah. he brought life wherever he went it's time for us oh. to bring back Jesus <laughs> to oh, go Mary. about healing anointing the Holy Spirit life. doing good healing uh, this is what we ought to be doing yeah. understanding that we have that same authority with the Holy Spirit by believing in Jesus yeah. and receiving the Holy Spirit we walk in that anointing and I say let's do that as wherever you are right now maybe just be open where can you bless someone be generous to someone Mm. you know we're we're getting ready to send off our oldest Mm. and I would say that's my dream for her is that she would walk in anointing yes that she would learn from Jesus and she would change the world. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't be an ordinary life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to prophesy that over McKenna today. I'm believing that over you, our listeners today, mm-hmm. that we are going to be gorilla lovers. We're going to armor up in love. That is, this is a principle of war used for spiritual warfare. We're going to love people. We're going to love them, love them. And by the way, gorilla is not spelled like gorilla, the animal. It's spelled like gorilla warfare. So uh, this is a powerful principle in your life. So Kara... As we get ready to wrap things up, do you have any final thoughts?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I just want to say I love you guys and thankful oh, for all you of too. you. <laughs> I love you too. I <laughs> love But uh, it's just thankful for, you know, just thankful for the season we're in. And even though there's, yeah. you know, every day there's still challenges, but um, mm. I'm thankful that, um, thankful for where we are. So wait, I don't so know, good. do you have final thoughts?
0: Yes, I would agree with what you're saying. I I love you guys listening. And if you know someone that could be blessed by this podcast, share it with them. Uh, You know, we're not putting any money into this, uh, but... I would just say you are going to be the ones that get this word out. So, if someone can be blessed just through the behind the scenes of the good, the bad, and the ugly, all for the glory of God at Journey Church, that's what we're doing this for. It's free therapy for us. So, thank you for, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, the listening. other thing that I
1: just keep thinking about is just like just speaking a word of encouragement to to you and mm-hmm. you know to us even yes. that um that that we have all authority in Jesus and we don't have to be. Uh, victims that that we can just live mm. in in um, victory, victory. Come on, and and we can claim His promises. Amen. And He won yes. the war. Come and on. um and we're children of the King. We we are children of the of the Most High King. Yes. And I just would would prophesy that over every one of you that's listening tonight, or or today, or you know, it, in the morning, wherever whenever. you are, <laughs> wherever you are. I just prophesy that over you that you are a child of the Most High King. Yes. And you have promises and
0: promises and promises in Jesus. Preach that, girl. Yeah. I would just agree and agree and agree because we need to receive that today, what you just shared, because it's easy to forget. Hmm. Even this week as we're leading up to hosting a graduation party, all it takes is just a little busyness, a little stress, uh, a grumpy person, Somebody that just derails you, forgetting the power of God, the promises of God, all that God says in His Word. And we have that. We have victory. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. So receive that word from Kara today that um, God loves you so much. He wants you to operate in the authority as a child of God. Just imagine what that looks like. Lastly, I would just say this, not knowing what the next few days will look like. You share with me, you were hanging a picture. And the picture fell on your nose. Oh goodness. And, did you
1: really just share that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And my nose does not feel good.
0: <laughs> if if her eyes turn black and blue from the picture falling on her, I want to publicly say oh this goodness. on the podcast before they turn black and blue that I have never touched my wife. No, that's never.
1: hilarious. Oh my so, goodness.
0: I will let you know on the next podcast, if they turn black and blue, if they don't, then I'm going to forget about this. But as I sit across from you right now, you're absolutely beautiful, but there is a bump on her nose and I, and I did ask, do you think you broke it? And you said, I think I may have broken it. There's
1: a chance. Um, There is a little bump right there. I was trying to hang it up high and it literally fell on my nose. Yes.
0: So friends, uh, I stand against domestic violence and uh, (laughs) I just want to say, I love my wife publicly. So Uh, God bless you all. We love you, and we'll see you on the next episode of Confessions of a Pastor. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us on the journey of Confessions of a Pastor. Please hit subscribe and rate. We are better together. See you next time.